0: Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just over broke job, by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. And today, we're gonna to be looking at the real estate market for 2023 and potentially what could happen and what the signs are possibly showing us. And I'm gonna show you how you can make money, whether the market goes up, down, or sideways, and how you should be investing now, and be able to capitalize on the real estate market crash that's gonna happen or might not, but we're gonna see how we can make money either way. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on? Super pumped as always to have you here on the show with me. Now, I have been getting lots and lots and lots of questions, like literally all the time, getting questions about the real estate market. And I got to be honest with you, most people right now, they've only been investing for a few years. Now, you might have been investing a little bit longer than that, but most people that I meet, they've either started investing now or in the last couple of years. But if you've only been recently real estate investing, you've only been investing in that up market. Like the values have just been going up and up and up. Rents have been going up up and up and up. Interest rates have been low for the longest time now. And the problem is, is that we get very accustomed to the market and how it is. But most of us have not invested when it was a down market or even just a sideways, like a not doing anything market. And what you want to do if you're investing in real estate is invest for buy and hold properties. Now that could be single family homes. It could be, you know, multi-units like apartment complexes, four units, five units, even more a hundred units. You want to invest for buy and hold. Hold. You do not want to have to sell the property just because you need to get your money out of it. No, you want to buy it from day one where you're making money. Now, when we're looking at the real estate market now, and well, this is the end of 2022, looking at 2023, what could potentially happen in 2023? Well, what we're looking at is a lot of signs of potential problem. Not let's say potential actual problems going on in the world and. All this is leading up to what could potentially happen in 2023. Now, I will absolutely say that, I'll be completely honest, and, and I guess eat a little crow here. I literally thought back in 2017 that the market was going to correct then. Not necessarily crash, but correct. And in 2018, I was like, okay, now it's definitely going to correct. Well, we saw what happened. Trump got an office, and he started doing things to stimulate the economy, cutting taxes and everything. But the key thing was, interest rates were crazy low, like 0% for the Federal Reserve rate. That's literally unheard of. It almost went into like negative. Like... Like... Like you pay somebody to borrow your own money, which would just be silly. But they talked about that. That was actually something that was on the table. And on top of that, the printing of money, the printing of money, they were since 2009 where uh, sadly some sad politicians figured that we had, I guess, companies or banks that were too big to fail. So they started printing money and giving them to, I mean, George Bush literally was giving money to companies, to banks. I'll get off that soapbox of uh, being a little irritated at politicians in general. But what I'm looking at is what is coming to fruition now started back in 2008. Now I started investing back in 2000 and was it six? Yeah, 2006 when I first started investing. And I didn't really know what I was doing. But what I did know was that I wanted to quit my job. I wanted to make sure that I made money outside of working for somebody else. So that's the only thing I invested for. I invested for Cash flow, like passive income, so that the money came in, whether the market went up, down, or sideways. Little did I know that that investing model, where we invested for buy and hold properties, long term. Buy and hold properties. Now, it could be, like I said, multifamily, it could be Airbnb, but you're buying and holding that property and you're making cash flow. You're creating a business that makes you money. Little did I know that that was the way to make sure that I did not get crushed back in 2008, nine, and 10, where the economy crashed and the real estate market crashed. I knew of so many, in fact, you probably just Watching the news for two seconds, you hear of so many companies going bankrupt, so many real estate builders or investors, they're literally going bankrupt. In fact, I know there are some people that have their own podcasts and stuff like that where they're talking all big and everything. Oh, I drive this Ferrari and I fly in this private jet. Well, they went bankrupt back in 2007 and eight, nine with all that. They even admittedly say that. Now what I did, I'm not saying that I was smart. I just wanted to not work for somebody else. So I thought if I bought one property that made me $250 a month in passive income, that's $3,000 a year. If I bought 10 properties, that's $2,500 a month. That's $30,000 a year. 20 properties is $5,000 a month, $60,000 a year without working. And I thought, my goodness, I just had to buy more properties, eventually quit my job. And on top of that, investing through 2006 with that crash, which is very reminiscent of what's literally going on today, which is what we're going to be talking about. I'm not going to say it's actually going to be a crash. Like, I'm not a prophet. You know, Jesus Christ, he was the only one that's prophet, priest, and king. There were prophets before that that actually, you know, said what was going to happen in the future. I have no clue what's going to happen in the future. Like I said, I thought back in 2017 that there would be some sort of correction back then. But obviously, I was wrong. Now people ask, well, Dustin, you know, if I should if it's going to crash now, should I wait to invest? Absolutely not. I talk about that all the time. You know, you never know if it's going to crash. In fact, if I thought it was going to crash back in 2017 and stop buying properties, I wouldn't be here today. And all my students wouldn't be here today if I saw started telling everybody don't invest now. Well, big thing is right now, we don't know if the market will crash. We just see signs we're going to go through all the signs like the inflation to job losses and interest rate and everything. We're going to go through that. But the big thing that I want you to take away from this, and we're going to walk through how you can make sure you don't lose money. In fact, this is how I, in back in 2006, started investing. And all through the crash, I made so much more money while other investors were going bankrupt. I was literally making money and I make even more money now because I still own the properties. Now, in looking at the 2023 real estate. I wouldn't say crash, but like the real estate market, I guess ideas of what's going to happen. I'm not going to say prediction or what's going to happen, but ideas and, and thoughts that I'm having and seeing in the real estate investor market all add up to a lots of different signs That are pointing to it's a very reminiscent thing of back in 2008 when the economy crashed. Very, very reminiscent. And in fact, one of the biggest things that I heard back in 2006, seven, and eight before the crash, I heard this from everybody. They were telling me, well, you better buy now or you will never, ever be able to buy again because prices will never come down again. Well, I didn't follow their advice. and Well, no, I take that back. I did buy my first house. It was in 2006. That was my per- primary residence to live in. I was following what they were telling me because I had no clue what I was doing. And with everybody telling you, you better buy now or you'll never be able to invest. Well, that was wrong. Obviously, we know in 2010, 11, and 12 was the best time to buy real estate. They are saying or were. Now, it's a little past that. Now, with interest rates going up and everything, you see people are not saying that as much. but. Six months ago a year ago people were saying that exact same thing the news was saying that the exact same thing well you better buy now and what we're looking at 2023 people are saying back in the beginning of 2022 oh man you better buy now or you'll never get a property well that is coming gone because we are looking at now the market is being stagnant the reason why it's stagnant is because of a number of things but eventually and I believe this is what's going to happen especially with interest rates being so high. It's going to happen where instead of being stagnant, where prices are stabilizing or staying at the same rate, it's going to go down. It's going to go down pretty quickly and very fast. In fact, Phoenix alone appreciated in one year like 35, maybe even 40%. It was so ridiculously stupid how much that appreciated in just one year. But with that, when I say appreciate, it was just how much people were paying for it. It's not worth that, but that's what people were paying for. That was unsustainable, and on top of that, ridiculous, now prices are going to start coming down. Now, here's why it's flatlining right now or plateauing right now. The reason why is because sellers, they're predictable. Sellers are always predictable, and don't get me wrong, I'm the same type of, you know, I'm thinking, just like all those sellers, man, six months ago, I could have got, you know, $100,000 more. I'm going to keep my home at the same price, asking the same price. I'm not going to lower it. But that is until the homes stay on the market for 90 days, 180 days or so or longer, then sellers realize, oh my goodness, I better lower the price of my home by however much because I need to sell it and I, I'm not going to be able to hold out. With interest rates going up, I cannot have a buyer or a buyer's not going to buy it because they don't have the money for it, which we'll get into in just a second. But that's why prices are stabilizing now. They're not going up. In fact, people are not fighting for properties. Six months ago, people were fighting for properties paying, you know, 10% more than the asking price, which was absolutely nuts. With that, what we're looking at now is homes are staying on the market longer. If you go on to Zillow or, you know, any of those websites that look up and you can see different homes that are for sale, the amount of inventory, inventory, meaning how many properties that are Listed for sale right now. And you guys know, because you're here at Master Passive Income, we build a business of rental properties and our rental property is not our business. Our business owns rental properties. Our business owns inventory. Same thing. Realtors use that term inventory. So same like with us, our properties are our inventory. There is so much more inventory all over the country. There are more homes for sale than there are buyers, and uh, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but in general, there are more homes for sale than like six months ago or even a year ago. The inventory is increased. I wanna say like in Phoenix, I think it's up like 100% that it was like six months ago. Now, also, you're seeing homes are staying on the market longer. And not just longer, they're still on the market. I looked just, what, two days ago, my wife and I were looking at buying another house to move into, rent this house, and then we'll move into this next house. And then in one or two years, buy another house, move out of that next one and rent that one out. Just keep trading up, which is just fantastic way to get rental properties. You get good 30-year fixed loans. And Hopefully you get a good price for it. And right now sellers they are keeping their homes on the market, but they're still staying on the market. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal is to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, Hey, you know, check out Dustin and master passive income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get You to invest in real estate, get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R E N T A L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that, and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you, and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income. Scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. Here's the big reason why homes are staying on the market. Interest rates. Now, I have been excited about interest rates going up. In fact, I've been waiting for a very, very long time for interest rates to go up because prices have been going up so much because our biggest competition and investors' biggest competition are homeowners. Homeowners are our biggest competition. In fact, they're the ones that drive prices up. Investors don't overpay for a property. We we actually capture equity when we buy the property, which means we buy it for less than it's worth. But homeowners were driving the price up. Now, homeowners are literally priced out of the market. Here's how it works interest rates, they are helping us to either buy a home or not buy a home because of the monthly payment. When you're looking at a house that's $500,000, if your interest rate's 2%, which it was like six months ago, maybe eight months ago, then your payments at a $500,000 house, I don't know, what is that like, $2,200, maybe $2,000, $2,200, somewhere around there. I'm just, and if I'm off, just forgive me, but it's a really low. But just imagine if you had a 7% mortgage, which there are 7% mortgages now for homeowners, regular homeowners, 7%. In fact, my parents back in the, what was it, 90s when they bought their house, They were at 17%. Imagine 17%. Well, everybody only has a certain amount of money every single month that they can afford for either rent or mortgage. Let's say it's $2,000. That's all they can afford. They can't afford any more. And so with interest rates going up, their money every single month doesn't magically just increase, so they can now spend $3,000 a month? No. What happens is that interest rates go up. That means their payment doesn't go nearly as far as it did. So that same house, instead of a $2,000 a month payment, it's now a $3,000 a month payment, which they can't afford. So what you're seeing is homes that are priced above, like let's say four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000, those homes are sitting on the market longer. The homes that are like $200,000, $250,000, they're going faster because that's the only thing that people can afford is that lower price. Now, what you're gonna see is sellers will eventually, it's a lagging indicator. I don't know if that's the right term, but it lags. Like the sellers eventually realize, oh, shoot, I better lower the price of my home. And then the new homes that are coming on, well, I better price my home aggressively to try to get to sell. So I'm gonna price it even lower and that's going to drive the price down. So that's number one, interest rates literally being at 7%. And the Federal Reserve saying, I think it was last week, they did a um, release their meeting minutes saying that they're going to at least do two or three more interest rate hikes, Uh, 75 basis points, this many basis points, I don't know exactly how that means. But it might even get to like nine or 10% on a mortgage, which that money doesn't go very far. So that's number one, interest rates are going up. And that is the reason why prices must come down. On top of that, the economy in general. I'm not even going to talk about like the quote unquote war in Ukraine. I don't know what's going on over there, but it's going on for a very, very long time. And our, our money tax dollars just keeps getting dumped over there. But with that, that's an issue. That's a concern for a lot of people because war is horrible. In fact, we're really close to nuclear war. It seems like, or I don't want to say no, that that's, it seems like from the news and everything, that uh, it, it could be nuclear war, which would be absolutely horrific. That is very bad. That on top of what the economy is actually doing. When you have inflation, literally, I think the highest that they said it was, was like nine and a half percent. So nine and a half percent being the inflation. If you borrowed money at three percent and inflation's 10 percent, well, you're making seven percent on your money. Inflation is literally crushing America. I've heard from news outlets that the savings rate of people is just dwindling. People aren't saving. In fact, they're dipping into their savings because they haven't changed their lifestyle. They're still keeping their lifestyle, so their savings is dwindling. With the inflation going up, that means the money moving around from person to person, it's called velocity of money, the velocity, if like moving from person one to person two to person three, that is what makes the economy move. Like if you go into a restaurant and then you buy a meal, And you leave a tip for the server. The server then takes that money that they made and they go and fill up their car with gas. Well, that gas station now has that money. Then the gas station now pays their employees and their employees now go to McDonald's and buy food or whatever it might be. But that's the velocity moving from person to person. When people don't have money to spend, spending slows down. When spending slows down or stops, that's when the economy goes into so much turmoil and so, much, so many problems because money is not moving. That's what the Fed wants is money to move. So with that, the velocity of money slowing down is going to be very, very bad for the economy, not just real estate. In fact, real estate is a, I guess, a fruit of the bigger market of the entire economy. And so Real estate alone is not the economy. The economy makes up real estate and everything else. So if the economy goes south, then your real estate market will go south. Now, on top of inflation, so you have interest rates, you have inflation, but on top of that, the jobless rates are going up and up and up. In fact, I'm gonna give you a list of different companies. These are mortgage companies. These are companies that people use to buy homes that have recently literally laid off employees. So JP Morgan Chase just in their mortgage division they laid off 1000 people Better Mortgage 3000 employees they laid off First Guarantee Mortgage 500 employees Loan Depot 4800 employees Mr Cooper 1500 employees New American Funding 1000 employees PennyMac 500 employees Compass 750 employees Open Door 550 employees laid off Redfin 1500 employees laid off Zillow 200 employees laid off, Flagstaff Bank, 420 employees laid off, and there's more too. Now, on top of that, you have other companies that are not mortgage in the mortgage industry. They are also laying off their employees. Let me just walk you through a few of them. So Alphabet, so Google, is actually laying off 10,000 employees. And let's see, Hewlett Packard, 6,000 employees are laying off. Cisco, 4,000 employees. Carvana, 1,500 employees being laid off. GE, they're laying off 5% of the workforce, which they have tons and tons. Amazon, laying off 10,000 employees. Twitter, oh, you know, with Elon, everything he's doing, but 4,400 employees laying off people. OfferUp is laying off 19% of their employees. Meta, or Facebook, laying off 11,000 employees on top of that. And Microsoft is even laying off 1,000 employees. So we're looking at so many different companies that are laying off their employees. That means that's less people making money to then put that money back into the system, but you know, the velocity of money, like I've told you about. So when people don't have jobs, they can't pay their mortgage. In fact, I saw this back in 2008. It was sad that a lot of people lost their homes because they couldn't afford the mortgage anymore with that, you know, losing a job. But with that, it was great for me as an investor because they became renters. They have to live somewhere. So if we invest for passive income where we make money every single month, not for appreciation. In fact, we at Master Passive Income don't invest for appreciation. We are literally creating generational wealth that we will literally give to our kids, Now, on top of that, what we do is we make money every single month so we can provide for our family, so we don't have to work a job, so we can retire early. And that's the biggest thing is creating financial independence. But with the economy going south, you sadly potentially could lose your job. I remember it was 2010, I think, when I lost my job at the county government. A lot of you might have heard the story, but I got laid off right after my fourth child was born. My fourth child was born. I got laid off and I was blessed to find another job in the same county, a whole nother department, but not a lot of people had that ability. A lot of people got laid off. Now, if there's going to be a real estate crash, there will most likely be an economic crash as well. And sadly, you may lose your job, but how much better if you had properties that made you money instead of you working that job. Also, on top of Everything that we're seeing in the economy, existing home sales were released on Friday, but they were crushed. They were down almost six percent from September and almost 29 percent year over year from last year, from September. So, down 29 percent. Existing home sales have declined nine months in a row to the lowest rate since 2011. This is seeing This is not just seasonality, too, Like meaning you have Christmas time, people aren't buying. It's literally showing like year over year, and it's showing that these numbers are looking pretty bad for the economy. Now, you might be thinking, well, Dustin, should I just wait again? No, you should not wait, because there are great properties out there. And if you know your business, number one, you have a business that runs itself, and you know your market, you can still find great properties that make you passive income. Everything that we're talking about, it seems like in 2023, there's going to be a good correction in the market. You just haven't seen it yet. With all these layoffs, with interest rates, the next, by at least three or four months, it's going to go up at least two or three more times. Layoffs, unemployment. You also have inflation still high. I want to say it's come down to like 8% or something like that. But I know my dollar is not nearly going nearly as far as it should. On top of that, gas in my area in Phoenix is $4 a gallon. It could be as high as what, $5, $6, $7 a gallon is absolutely ridiculous. So people don't have enough money. So my prediction, if you want to call that, but I think in 2023, I think by the second quarter, maybe like uh, fall of 2023, you're going to look at some excellent buying opportunities. If you're going to buy a a home to live in. In fact, that's when I'm really expecting to be able to buy a home. Prices will definitely come down by then because when you see prices come down, it's not just gonna be like a little drop, a little drop. I believe it's gonna be a cascading thing. Like It's literally gonna be exponential drop. It went up in Phoenix almost 30, 40% in one year. I think it might even be worse than that on the way back down. So what we're doing is no matter if the market goes up, Down or sideways, we still buy properties that make us money every single month. In fact, one of my students last week literally just closed on two homes on the same day, each one making him I think like $300 or more in passive income. And he's also making money in equity, buying the property for less than it's worth. And he's making that passive income And so you need to start investing now, like literally start investing today. And if you have ever surfed before, surfing is so much fun. I love surfing. It's it's a very, very fun hobby that I love to have. Even though I live in Arizona, I try to surf as much as I can when I get over to the coast. And when you're surfing, you start paddling before the wave gets there so that you have momentum, so that you will actually be able to catch that wave. You do not start pedaling after the wave passes you. Now you might be able to catch it, which more than likely you won't, but you don't do that after the wave passes you, what you do is you start paddling before the wave even gets to you so you are ready. So what I suggest is start investing now. If you're not investing now, get started learning now. You need to learn how to invest. You need to learn what type of business model. Are you going to go after Airbnbs? Are you going to go after multifamily, single-family homes, storage units? Whatever it is, start learning that now. And on top of that, build that business. Build that business so that you can actually capitalize when the market changes and is drastically changes for you to make money. You want to be ready paddling now. So get an education. You want to learn and build the business right now. And you want to start saving money and get access to capital right now. If you don't have access to capital, which means a homemaker line of credit, Your own cash, your 401k, friends and family members, start doing that now. Get capital ready so that when you start buying your properties and it's time to start buying your properties, you're going to have the money ready to invest. And you do not want to wait to invest in real estate. You want to invest in real estate and wait. And this brings me to my favorite quote, when is the best time to plant a tree? Well, it was 20 years ago. The next best time is literally today. You do not want to think 20 years from now man, I was listening to Dustin's podcast. I should have started investing back then. I wish I would have done that. Do not be that way. I want you to right now plant that tree now. So in 20 years from now, when this wave passes by, you cut the best wave ever investing in real estate. And you are now looking back and saying, I'm so glad I planted that tree 20 years ago when I was listening every single week to Dustin's Master Passive Income Podcast. All right, you guys are awesome. I wanna see you successful in your real estate investing. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course, text the word RENTAL to 33777, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching, get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya.